Today, I'd like to share with you an example of why stories need conflict in order to be memorable and compelling. Researcher Paul Zak is one of the key people who's proved scientifically why storytelling is so powerful to the human brain. He notes, we discovered that in order to motivate a desire to help others, a story must first sustain attention, a scarce resource in the brain, by developing tension during the narrative. In other words, stories need conflict. Paul's research is so groundbreaking and valuable that the U.S. Department of Defense helped fund it. To demonstrate today's lesson, let me tell you a story. In the fall of 2020, my company Petal Love was hired to host a storytelling project as part of the San Luis Obispo Council of Government's 2021 Active Transportation Plan. As part of this project, we recruited 11 real people storytellers from that community to share their passion for biking, walking, and public transit. Our goal was to teach each of these people to share a compelling two to three minute story, which would be featured in part in the actual report. Plus, these people would have a chance to tell their story live online at a storytelling event if they chose to. This is Audrey's story of becoming a more compelling and memorable storyteller. She was one of the three 20-somethings in the group, and I was really excited to work with her as a next-generation storyteller for active mobility. After our first coaching session, Audrey sent me her draft story, which started off great, with exposition and setting of the scene jumping right in when Audrey gets a difficult type of flat on her bike that she can't fix. Her bike is her sole means of transport in San Luis Obispo as a student at Cal Poly, and she's really frustrated because normally she's very good with her hands. She decides to visit the local bike kitchen a friend has told her about for the first time to see if they can help. At bike kitchens, you can either repair your own bike for a very low fee or get needed help, and you have the option to work off any fees you incur by volunteering your time there. But after a strong start in the beginning of Audrey's story, it became a highlight reel of her successes. In essence, it was a resume, and it was boring. On our next coaching session, I reiterated with her that stories need balance, so they absolutely do need conflict. She needed to share her struggles as well as her overcoming. Oh, I definitely have struggles to share, Audrey told me. I'll take another crack at it. She had a very determined look on her face over Zoom. There was a fire in her eyes that I hadn't seen before. This might be very interesting, I thought. I didn't know the half of it. The next version of her story was absolutely riveting. Audrey had gone from being a theater major who could do several but not all repairs on her own bike to becoming a highly skilled bike technician, first by volunteering and then being hired at that local bike kitchen that helped her with that difficult flat. In the process, she created a successful, inclusive program to teach women how to repair their own bikes, hosted special bike rides just for women, and was invited to organize and run the first all-female repair crew for a famous international vintage bike race that hosts an annual ride in Cambria. The first year, many of the male participants, however, scoffed at her all-female crew. They refused to leave their expensive high-vintage bikes with her team, or worse, took the tools right out of the young women's hands to work on their own bikes themselves. Over the three years that she ran the crew, however, attitudes changed, and at the last race prior to COVID, men were tossing their bikes at the women before running off for snacks and a rest. Audrey felt empowered by my giving her permission to tell her real story, to share her struggle and conflict. She agreed to be one of our live people storytellers at our live storytelling event 
for the San Luis Obispo Council of Governments. I couldn't have been more proud watching her tell her story on Zoom and seeing the surprised look on people's faces, both men and women, when they heard about the, some of the men at the race in Cambria literally taking tools out of the young women's hands, and then cheering when Audrey shared that her critics had then, through the years, become her fans. Another struggle in overcoming that Audrey shared was that she hit a roadblock in her work at the bike kitchen. No matter how successful her projects and programs were, she wasn't able to convince her boss to promote her or give her a raise. However, because of her successes at the bike kitchen and the vintage bike race, one of the board members of the bike kitchen encouraged her to submit a resume to SRAM, one of the largest bike component manufacturers in the U.S., which has an office in San Luis Obispo. Audrey doubted she'd get a job as a a test technician. She didn't think she had the resume for it, but she did go ahead and submit it. And guess what? She got the job, and she's doing well and is on their National Diversity and Inclusivity Committee. I've encouraged her to share her story with the committee and see about creating their own live online storytelling event with all of SRAM. See how Audrey sharing her struggle in overcoming both with certain men at the vintage bike race and not being able to move up the ladder at the bike kitchen made her story much more compelling and memorable to you than if she'd simply shared her accomplishments? So here's my call to action for you if you're facing resistance in crafting and sharing your own why story. Why are you personally struggling right now in order to step forward and craft and tell your story? What's the story of that conflict? And I'll end with this, part of a note from Audrey to me. Melissa, thank you for helping me develop the story. I feel proud of the product and look forward to sharing and developing it more. I'll close in saying I look forward to hearing more about your stories and helping you develop and share them more.